0: Welcome to another new episode of the Get Organized with Declutter Me podcast with myself, Shalina. I hope you're well wherever you are in the world. Last week, we discussed how to declutter your home by saving you money. I know it sounds weird just saying it, but there were some helpful examples in that episode, so have a listen if you haven't already. Today, we're gonna go further and we're gonna talk about decluttering and organizing your finances to save you money and provide you with a greater peace of mind. Before we dive in, let's understand why it's important to have organized finances. When your financial life is organized, you have a clear understanding of your income, your expenses, and your financial goals. You're able to make informed decisions, track your spending, and prioritize your savings. This level of organization can give you a greater sense of control and help you plan for your future. So let's first discuss decluttering the elements of your financial life to actually save you money. When we think of decluttering, we often envision practical, physical spaces, but it's equally important to declutter our financial lives. One area to focus on is reducing unnecessary expenses. One way to achieve this is by evaluating your subscriptions and recurring bills. Take a close look at your bank account and your credit card statements to identify any subscriptions like a gym one or memberships that you are no longer using or needing. Cancelling these unused services can free up extra money in your budget. I cancelled a few subscriptions from my iTunes account and also from streaming services, which were becoming too expensive. I realised when I calculated it all that I was spending about 3,000 dirhams a year on streaming services because I love watching TV and movies. But it was too much. I didn't need that many. I reduced it and I'm now down to 2 um and that's what you need you know like think about what you use so if you have a gym membership and don't go to the gym cancel it same with yoga you know if you belong to i don't know say the RS uh, PCB the birds one which my parents belong to um you know or the the royal gardens or something like that you know if you belong to any of these kind of memberships but you don't actually go you don't actually do anything then cancel them. There is no point having them and spending money every month or every year on something that you don't use. Next, look at all your bank accounts. So do you need that many open? With most accounts nowadays, you have to have um, a minimum balance or you have to pay a monthly fee or both. Um, Instead of wasting your money on these fees, close these unused accounts and consolidate all your money into one or two accounts. The same applies for your savings accounts. Another area to declutter is your debt. So take stock of your outstanding debts, such as your credit cards, your loans, or your outstanding payments. Consider consolidating your debts or negotiating better interest rates. By decluttering your debt and managing it efficiently, you can save on interest payments and potentially pay off your debt sooner. Next, cancel unused credit cards, but keep the oldest ones or the one with your highest limit. This may help to improve your credit score. Also, if you have credit cards with the same issuer, check if you can move your highest credit limit to another card and close the ones you don't want to keep. Additionally, decluttering your financial documents can save you time and money. Go through your files and shred any outdated or irrelevant documents. This not only clears the physical clutter and digital clutter, but also makes it easier to locate important documents when you need them. Let's talk now about unsolicited um, mail. So avoid, uh, you know, credit card and loan solicitations by opting out of the emails, the mail shots or the SMSs that you get. On iPhones, you know, when you get an SMS, you can straight away report it as junk and delete it immediately, which is what I do all the time. And I also unsubscribe for emails immediately using the FAT um, process that I've talked about in the past episodes. So have a listen to that if you haven't heard about that. And that's a great way to get rid of junk mail, including all these ones from credit card and loan companies. Next, let's discuss some practical tips for organizing your finances. So first, create a budget. Start by listing your monthly income and then categorize your expenses. Be sure to include your fixed expenses like your rent or mortgage payments, utilities and groceries, as well as your variable expenses such as entertainment and dining out. The rule of thumb is 50-30-20. 50% of your needs, 30 for your wants, and 20 for your savings or debt repayments. There are other plans, so find the one that works for you and you can commit to using. By tracking your income and expenses, you can identify areas and know where you can cut back and where you can save money. One great way to track your budget and expenses is by using a budgeting app. A lot of them now link to your bank accounts, credit cards and investment accounts so you can view all your transactions in one place. Also, if you use one bank, you'll be able to see a consolidated account using their app. So check if your issuer is linked to any of the good budgeting apps as using these apps can save you precious time logging into the various banks and issuers. Secondly, establish an emergency fund. So having an emergency fund can provide a financial safety net during unexpected circumstances. So aim to save three to six months worth of living expenses in a separate account that is easily accessible. So you don't want to have those high yield savings accounts, which will penalize you if you take the money out. Get a normal savings account, even if it has a rubbish interest rate, but at least that money is put into the account for your emergency fund. This way, you won't have to rely on credit cards or loans in times of emergency, saving you money on interest payments. Next, consider automating your savings. So set up automatic transfers from your current account to your savings or investment accounts. This helps you to save consistently without the temptation to spend that money elsewhere. Review your bill and account statements every month to ensure that there are no mistakes, fraud or term changes. I looked at my credit card statement and I found that it said one of three installments. And I was like, what installments? You know, and it was a mystery and it didn't say the merchant or anything. So I had to call my bank and go, what is this? And then they explained it was, you know, um, I'd bought something and you could do it in an, a 0% interest installment plan, which was great. I was like, this is going to help me with my finances for this, these next few months. But they didn't say what the merchant was, which was not very clever. So now they you know, I've I've made a complaint so that they can show it uh, on future bills. So have a review. If I hadn't have reviewed, I would have had this going on and it might have been something fraudulent. So, you know, always check your statements every month. Whilst you're automating, set up autopay to pay your bills so that you don't generate late make payment fees. In the UK, there is the direct debit options, which I use for my finances there. In the UAE, I removed the auto pay option, I have to be honest, for because they had an old system, and they haven't updated it, and they're now using a different system and forgot about the old system. So it's all got very complicated. I mean, I still get SMSs about this system that my credit card's not working on the old system, and you're like, "Yeah, the credit card expired." But anyway, so um, I now get notifications from the app, and I get an SMS to pay my bills every month. So as soon as I get that SMS, or I get a notification, I go onto my phone, go onto the app and pay by Apple Pay, which makes it much easier for me to sort out my paying of bills. So I know that I have the utilities bill and that will come. As soon as it comes, I pay it uh, with my credit card. Also, I've gone paperless, which has saved me keeping paper or emails from, for, from that kind of business, you know, from utility businesses or, you know, the gas or whatever, Um, Most financial institutions and utility companies store the statements for five to six years. So you don't need to deal with them, saving them online or offline. You can find them whenever you need them for tax purposes or mortgage purposes, you know, from that system. So do that, make it paperless and say that you want them to be saved on, on the account that you have. Furthermore, it's essential to review your financial goals regularly. So by doing so, you can make adjustments to your budgets and your saving plans accordingly. Life circumstances change, so it's crucial to ensure your financial organisation aligns with your current needs and aspirations. Remember, organising your finance is an ongoing process. Regularly review and reassess your budget, your saving goals and your financial plans to ensure they align with your current situation and your aspirations. That's all for today's episode on the Get Organized podcast. I hope you found these tips helpful in organizing your finances and saving money. I know it was a lot of information and it was, you know, a lot of things that you have to do. As always, do it in chunks. So, you know, I talk about mini decluttering, but do it as a mini organizing. So do 10, 15 minutes focusing on one area, whether it's your bank account, your credit card, and Align them to help you to start making money and um, saving money as well. Thanks for listening as always and tune in next week for the next episode. Take care. Bye.